Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. Welcome to Shrink Money Advice. It's Saturday, March 20th, 2021. You know, it's just been one of those weeks. I'm, I'm just getting personally not interested in the markets as much as the stock markets because for me, there's just so much that doesn't make sense. I have no idea what's going on. I also you know, on a, on a large macro level, whether it's Canada or the United States, more and more concerned about the printing of money and what that does to the value of money. So on a personal note, we're moving forward with a couple of things. We're, we're looking at offers, but not accepting any on a couple of properties we've listed in our, our uh, rental side. Um, the concern with any of that, of course, is that you have to have a better place to put your money um, rather than just sitting it in a sec- savings or checkings account because the value of that money continues to drop. And this is my real sort of perplexing moment because as money continues to drop in value, but interest rates are still at all-time lows even though they've bipped up a bit, um, what does that mean? Common sense wise, what does it mean when I understand in the United States, if they taxed 100% of all income, it wouldn't be enough to pay for the annual spending. So let's think about that for a second. If you tax 100% of all income, so you took it all, you wouldn't be able to pay for everything you're spending. Now, maybe it's just me, but that that doesn't seem right. In Canada, it's the same. We're, we're increasing. We're not quite as bad, but we are getting more and more like that. So, you know, I heard the in Canada, the conservative leader talking about hopefully in 10 years, there may be a balanced budget, which, oh my goodness. So what happens to you or I if every year we spend significantly more than the 100% that we have coming in? Um, not to mention our future liabilities for pensions and other things. Um, so so I, I guess by my nature, I'm paranoid. And I, and I think there's some help in that in, in, in a healthy way to be concerned about what's happening around us. And at a, at a micro level, it also impacts us no matter what you say. So when I see the prices of real estate continually to rise 30%, who knows what it will be this year. Um, that reflects the lack of buying power. You know, in the old joke, they say in, in, in a bad environment with inflation, if you, you know, bring a wheelbarrow full of money 
to the store to buy a loaf of bread, don't leave your wheelbarrow outside. And most of us think, well, that makes sense. Someone's going to steal all your money. And the answer is no. They'll leave the money, but they'll steal the wheelbarrow because that's the only thing that has value. So I, I think there's... It's different, though, this time, because everything is also fueled by low interest rates. So you can continually finance the spending and the bad habits because you can get access to the money at low rates if you're in a certain class of business or people. Um, no one talks a lot about the restaurant owner or the the person who was an expert uh, service person in a restaurant or whatever world is now suddenly turned upside down. What is happening to those people? How are they going to survive? So, um, you know, with all of that going on, uh, you could sit and say, boy, it's not a very optimistic look. But, you know, I'm extremely optimistic in the sense of space and the sense of um, one other thing that was really confusing this week and, and has an impact on, on all kinds of business is there was a cruise company that said that their plan was to have all of the employees vaccinated and to get on uh, the ship to cruise on a vacation, you would have had to have had the vaccine and a, and a valid vaccine certificate. So that in essence, everybody on that ship would be fully vaccinated. The research on vaccines is quite exciting that no one with uh, a vaccine has experienced any illness, um, identifiable illness that required treatment or hospitalization, which is the current statistic. And there's also no indication that any variant, any person with a variant, and there's no statistics on variants. And, and, and so, you know, there's a pushback to that. I think the CDC came back and said, no, Mr. or Ms. Cruise Company or Cruise Corp, you cannot do that. You are not able to put people on a cruise ship without all the precautions, nor are you even able to put the cruise ship out there because of COVID. That's going to change within the next month or two. I don't see people who are vaccinated uh, sitting around at home with masks on because someone told them that they needed to do that. If the science is telling us that we are safe and we're not contributing to any other person's, uh, you know, uh, contacting or contracting the illness. So with, with that as the background, what do we little investors do to continue to try to not only maintain, but also build our stakes and manage our equity, if we're equity managers? Um, the, to me, it, it continues to be space. It continues to be access to the outdoors. Um, and we continue to work on you know, the land development I've talked about in the past. Um, we just launched again, uh, uh, we, we opened up one other lot in our development at $89,000 for I think it's two and a half or 2.2 acres uh, with deeded ocean access. So you could build a, you know, a two plus, uh, you know, beautiful home on two plus acres and, and have access to the ocean, deeded access and incredible views and live in a small community where you can, where you have high speed fiber optic internet and you have access to all the things you want and you're 10 minutes from a hospital. So we're excited about that. Those are longer term kinds of, um, you know, investments, but they do include the land. And I'm very excited about land. I think if you look at what's happening around us, anything is, that's like that wheelbarrow that we talked about, something that's perhaps a bit more stable will have value, regardless of what happens with the value of our dollar. 
Uh, I don't know anything about gold. I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. I don't get involved with those other than a, a bit of crypto in a, in a sort of a new vehicle we invested in and a little tiny bit of gold as far as a couple of mining companies, but I don't know anything about it. The best thing to focus, I think, and, and what I'm trying to focus on is the optimism and the positiveness of needing to encourage that in others. And sometimes when I do that, people get a little irate with me. Well, why, why are you wanting me, me to be so positive? Look at it out there and this and that. And I say, look, let's just, let's just take a deep breath and let's think about what we can do to move forward and how we're going to um, you know, help everyone around us, but also do win-win situations in business, which I think are are really important. So to summarize, looking at some sales of properties if the bubble continues, um, but again, in no hurry to sell anything. Uh, but then only if there's a place to put the um, cash realized into more effective asset management strategies. We have a few of those and I've talked about those. You may have your own. Whatever it is, go for it. This is the time to be bold, but also to look at how you're going to maintain, not necessarily increase, your asset value. So what, what does that require if every year someone says we're printing 20% more dollars than we had the year before? I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have an amazing week. We'll talk again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at allsound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 